0: I encourage everyone to take a moment and breathe and take a tea cheers with Ajiri Tea. Ajiri Tea recognizes the beauty in shared stories and shared opportunities. Ajiri sources award-winning tea from Kenya, employs women in the region to handcraft the labels, and sends 100% of the profits back to the region to support orphan education. Save 10% on your order of Kenyan teas and coffee with the code Beautifully Human at ajiritea.com. dot com. Tea mugs up! Hello and welcome to the Beautifully Human podcast. I'm Nick Sheesby. In this podcast, I speak with beautiful humans from all around the world, sharing with you their incredible stories. Revealing the power in every human story to spread love and humanity to a world that is in desperate need of it, to show that we can all connect in beautiful ways, no matter where we come from or what we look like. What you will find out is that we are all beautifully human. Let's all be beautifully human. Yeah, man. Um, so... Oh man, yeah. So how, how has your 2020 been, man? Tell me what, what's been going on. What you been up to? Uh, I haven't really done much at all. I mean, there's really nothing you know we can do, you know. Right. Uh, I just have uh, been gaming. All right. And, uh, I mean, I've been I've been doing that. I mean, I've been doing that all
1: my life, right anyways. So, uh, uh, just been gaming with friends and making new friends.
0: Since everyone's stuck at home and have nothing else to do, so yeah, a lot of game, a lot of gaming. Nice, and, uh, uh, I like to
1: uh, video edit, um, uh, cool, I like all that, all that. I'm not all badass at it or anything, but uh, I like to dabble in video editing, and uh, I actually built uh, a computer so I could uh, you know,
0: learn to uh, video edit a little little more you know right on what program do you use i use sony vegas okay i just feel like that was
1: like like the easiest one to learn like i try to mess with the premiere and uh i just i
0: just feel like i have to relearn everything so like yeah i I just stick to sony vegas or and now it's called vegas pro whatever all right yeah i man i learned i learned how to video edit when i was in My junior year of high school so yeah quite a while ago and premiere was the only program that i was taught but actually funny enough when i learned how to video edit it was the tape to tape video editing so i learned how to do all of that way before compute well not way before it was still happening but my video production teacher wanted us to know how to do the tape to tape so we learned how to do that and then we got to learn how to do premiere and it was funny because i um, when I left school, he gave us burned copies of Premiere so we could put them on our computers, which was so badass. I thought that was so fucking cool. And uh, I went to school and at the school I was going to, I took one video production class because I actually wanted to go into film. That was like what I thought I would be doing. Um, And the computer or the video production teacher didn't know how to video edit on a computer and oh. so pretty much because i had adobe premiere on my computer i basically had a better studio than the whole entire university <laughs> oh, that's pretty crazy. and he'd be teaching me and he'd go yeah is this, this is right right and I, I was like man i'm not paying all this money to answer questions for you you know, it was just so funny, but I I love it, man. It's it's fun. It's like putting together a little puzzle. Yeah, I
1: like, I like, I like messing around with it because, you know, obviously I can't do things that other people can't do, but uh, video editing is uh, something I, I like to do. And I only got into it because, you know, I
0: started recording, like, my gaming videos, and I wanted to put sure. them together and whatnot. So
1: that's how I got into it
0: nice and, and then uh you know i you know the
1: i did it on my laptop and then obviously a laptop wasn't strong enough to handle the video editing so i was like okay i'm just gonna build me a, a computer and uh yeah i saved some money and I and mean, usually people you know buy all the parts like right away but i and i'd uh buy my parts like every other month or whatever and then finally i I got all my parts, and then I put it together, and now I have a, a decent computer. Nice. Well, I think it's pretty badass, but uh, the thing about computers is that their uh,
0: parts, like, in upgrades are, like, so fast, you know? like They're like cell phones. Oh, know? dude. Sure something better comes out. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so. It's so frustrating. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah it's, <laughs> You're like, man, I got my console, shit. console, you could keep for, like, Seven ten years. Yeah. PC something new always comes out every couple of months. Right. Oh man. But, uh, yeah, but my computer's really here I, I really like it. It's it's. I I, I guess it's mid mid top tier. I nice. Say it's
1: fully top tier, but it's almost there.
0: Cool. I um I heard something interesting about gaming that I hadn't even thought of. I don't I don't game at all. I haven't mm-hmm. I haven't had a a system and since I since I had like a PS2 and um, (laughs) I'm just terrible at those first shooter games. I get so frustrated and I just, I'm no good at them. So I, um, anyway, I was, we were, I think we were in, um, I don't know where we were at. We were over overseas somewhere and we were talking to somebody and they were saying the best way for their kids to learn English was playing games and i was like oh man i didn't even think about all the kids all over the world playing games online that are speaking english because it's the most universal language and i thought that was pretty cool that there was such a community and it was teaching kids how to speak english yeah one of my uh, best friends you know uh,
1: he's from uh, mexico and uh, he would tell me like he would watch cartoons in the morning and Gaming and that's what helped him learn English. Like, oh, cool! That's
0: that's pretty awesome, man. Yeah, it was just neat. I never thought of it that way, and I know I, I've talked to a lot of people now, especially where, yeah, music and cartoons. And so I had heard that of like, it's very good way to learn another language is listening to, you know, it being sung and listening to movies and watching movies. And then I didn't even think about the gaming culture. Mm-hmm. that's so cool yeah,
1: uh, gaming has gotten a lot bigger
0: than it used to be yeah man I couldn't believe it when I saw that there was professional gaming and I mean gaming on on ESPN and stuff I was like how the hell did it get so big it's crazy <laughs> yeah this is pretty crazy I mean so in that culture do you find that you make is it pretty easy to make friends on, on there and you know like get on and play with people and like keep in touch that way yeah
1: i mean it, it just depends on the, on the game because you know people have different likes for video games you know sure. people like shooters people like uh strategized games so it just depends on the games um you meet random people i meet i met some random people just playing uh shooting games and still friends like like you said uh the ps2
0: ps2 came out with a long, long, long time ago. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, I still have this one friend that I met on PS2, and that I'm still friends today. It's crazy. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I, I mean, there's so many different subcultures of the world, so it's it's pretty neat to see. Yeah, to hear that that you met somebody way back when. I mean, shit, I had that, and I think I had it in high school. So 2000, early 2000s did that come out. Yes, yeah, so I, I believe so. It was, yeah, I believe it was around
1: high school. And, yeah, yeah I, I even met him. He, he like, passed by San Antonio one
0: time, and I was like, hey, what's up? And we met, and we we'll hung out, and everything. It was really cool. And, that's awesome. Yeah. Man, that's so cool. And, you know, it, it kind of just brings me to one of one of the points that I had written down to talk to you about is, I mean, with, with your, with Children of ghosts, I mean, you have had, I mean, You've had so much connection through that, or at least I feel you have, because I've seen just the multitude of people in that group and, like, the camaraderie that, that comes with that. Mm. Yeah, um, I've met
1: so many people. Like, I, I try to stay private, you know, just because I don't, I don't want to be, like, the person known as, like, the the run cog like i'm not looking for like uh, any fanfare or like i'm to do the run cog like i'm not trying to look for anything out of it i just you know do my own thing and uh that cog do its own thing but you know, but i met so many people and uh it's crazy and and the people i I've met
0: online i've met them at shows and stuff it's it's pretty cool like uh, yeah yeah i think it's like, uh, like wendy and aj like oh you know, man uh, they're, they're they're actually the, uh, the first ghost
1: friends i've ever uh, uh met or made you know like um you know they would always like leave comments or whatever on cog whatever and
0: i i saw they were from texas too and I was like hey uh right my name's Alfie, i run uh cog and and
1: uh i met him in uh austin at the Year zero tour and uh we became friends then, that day, and we're still friends till now. I mean, it's pretty crazy.
0: Yeah, I love that. I, I mean, those two are just incredible. And, you know, it's, it's cool coming from my side, like, from the touring side and seeing the fan groups from a bunch of different bands that I've worked for and just, it's a really amazing subculture to music because, I mean, you know, without without the fans, obviously, the music doesn't happen. So it's really neat to get to know the, the people that, you know, are in these fan groups and that make make the shows happen just as much as the band playing, you know? Yeah. I mean, you have to play to yeah, somebody, I, so... Uh, it's, it's
1: crazy, because, you know... Yeah. People will message me, uh, like, oh, dude, because uh, of COG or other, There's, I mean, there's there's, there's, uh, there's COG, and then uh, my friend, Tim, who runs Legion of Ghosts, he's another big uh, ghost page, and, you know, we get messages saying, like, oh, because of, you know, COG and LOG, uh, I met friends, or I met my uh, a husband, or I met my wife, or a girlfriend, or anything and it's it's pretty cool to hear stuff like that. That you know our pages
0: help people connect with somebody in their life. Yeah, man, that's so awesome. How cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah i I, I imagine. Cool. I mean, I yeah. When you said wife, husband, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not shocked to hear that. I just think that's so neat that you know, a band and their music and a group of beautiful humans have come together surrounding that music and then it's created this whole group of people who have become friends and find loved ones and you know i mean uh, how cool is that yeah that's yeah i find it pretty crazy
1: like you know it's just you you feel like oh you you did something
0: (laughs) yeah totally yeah like without even trying because you know you're you just put something together and all of a sudden you know you help someone find someone and who knows yeah. where that will lead you know yeah man that's so cool and uh <laughs> i have to ask you about this because i saw it on your instagram earlier um mm-hmm. and then i have a funny story about it i'll come back to it after but um i'm fascinated by juggalo culture <laughs> Can, can you can you speak to any of it because i i've i've only been like outside looking in you know i don't i don't know a ton but everything i i find out is you know a lot of family you know family orientation with, behind it and you know i would just love to hear what you know hear about it yeah well
1: yeah i listen to icp and it's funny because you know and I tell people that, because, you know, I run a ghost page and then I tell people, oh, I'm a juggalo and they they find it so, like, shocking or amusing or funny or like, what? That's crazy. I'm like, yeah, I'm a juggalo. But, uh yeah, I've been, you know, listening to ICP for 20 plus years and, uh, you know, uh they mean a lot to me because, you know, they, you know, everyone has that one band that helps them get through life or whatever and I feel like ICP, Was that for me because, you know, being different, looking different because, you know, my disability and whatnot, uh, ICP taught me, like, you know, don't give a shit what other people think of you. Just, you know, just be yourself and, you know, live life. And, you know, ICP taught me that. So, you know, ICP always means more to me than any other band, if that sounds any uh, surprising. But, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the juggalo culture is a uh, very, very tight knit. Like, you go, to, uh, you know, ICP has those uh gathering of juggalos, and you go to that. And I've been fortunate to been, uh, I've been to two of them, and oh, it's cool. just crazy. It's a crazy environment, dude. Just everyone's just there for the music and to have fun, and and you know, just so many people that you don't even know them they're just they're all i mean they're all they're all, in a way they're all strangers but you all have something
0: in common which is ICP and uh yeah and it's just it's just like a family it's just
1: like you know everyone, there's no fights there's nothing you know people sharing their foods and people sharing their you know tents or whatever or you know trucks or whatever uh, like it's just the one big giant family man it's pretty crazy what how what ICP has done,
0: even though they're most hated by so many people, but right again, that that that's uh that
1: goes uh, to what I'm saying. Like they they don't give a fuck what people say to them, and you know, like guys like uh necessarily the I don't give a fuck what people say about me either. Like they taught me that, and uh, yeah, but yeah, uh, cultures culture is, uh people just see them differently but you know they're no different from any other fan group uh, they're no different than any other musician fan group out there you know just yeah just do things
0: differently sure and crazier yeah 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 i mean mean, you 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 see like uh i guess like the
1: past couple of gatherings you know you you see like uh news outlets covering the gathering uh, lately it's 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 pretty crazy because before you know it, nobody i remember people were saying uh would say oh the gathering is it's dangerous
0: it's it's wild and it's crazy i mean it is it's all that but uh yeah in a, in a friendly <laughs> way like not, nothing's gonna
1: happen you know you're not like uh that one show i forgot what it's called uh they did a, a gathering episode and
0: they made it it was really funny. I forgot. I'm, oh, I'm going um, totally blank. Workaholics. Uh, yeah, workaholics. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that gives in a way, it, it's kind of like that, but uh, a little more
1: serious, but, uh, right. But yeah, I just, you, know, now you see like vice and, uh, other these outlets covering the gallery, and they're like, man, uh, I, I have a whole new perspective on the whole juggalo culture. Like, Cause they would just assume without actually seeing it for themselves. And then, you know, they, you know, they now they think different of the uh, juggalo culture.
0: Yeah. And you know, it's, it's so, it's such a shame that it gets, you know, and I, I think it goes to a broader than just jugglos, and, you know, that it's just judging the unknown You know, you don't know about something you've been told or you've heard or, you know, you look at something and it's different and it's so out there or out of your, you know, realm of comfort and then it's bad. So you put up walls and you, you know, oh, well, juggalos are awful people, terrible, angry, violent, this and that. And it's like, yeah, but you don't even know. You have no clue yet. You just sit there and go, yeah, no, it's that's The juggalos—they're awful people, you know—and it's so silly, and it, it, you know, it's just indicative of kind of where we are in the world right now. Because of, I think there's a too—I know there's too much of that happening, but, um, yeah, you know, every person that I have met that has either been to a gathering or is is involved in it all the time, you know, and it everything I've heard just sounds so beautiful. You know, it's such such family. Yeah, yeah, man. it's just, it's, it's
1: pretty it's pretty cool. It's just, it's a awesome environment. It's like it's like a they call it a
0: juggle paradise, and it's it's really <laughs> really really fun. Yeah, like I said, like in people from all over the, the world come to it, and uh, you don't even know that person, but for four days they're just family. You know. Yeah. Which is beautiful. I mean, um, I I remember on on this last Ghost tour I was on. Um, we came into Spokane, Washington, and I, um, I was talking to one of the merch ladies, and she was just super nervous about the show, and you know, just thinking it was going to be such a scary night or whatever she had in her mind. And I remember I I got. I didn't get upset with her, but I was just upset because of her mindset. And I just, I was like, I'm going to be honest with you for a second. I, w- I said, Those people out there that are coming to this show, if like nowhere else in Spokane will there be a place of people getting together out of love and just being themselves. Those people are coming out here. To be themselves and they know that they can be themselves. So they're going to dress up. They're going to be them, you know, fully themselves because they know it's going to be cool here. You know, the, yeah. you know, you're going to get high fives if you dress up, or you know, you're going to be seen at this place where so many other places you're looked down on, or you're not even looked at, or you laughed at, or you're put down and you know i said if if for nothing if nowhere else th- for this 4 hours of tonight that that this is what we provide so don't be don't be scared don't be nervous you're going to have a good night you're going to meet incredibly beautiful humans that are here just to be themselves tonight and that's a beautiful thing that that we're able to to provide that and now you're a part of that by working a merch stand so enjoy it get behind it you know get get in and get into it have fun with it you know and i feel that is exactly what happens with with juggalo culture
1: yeah i mean you know so many people just think juggalos are just like white trash and and drug addicts and you know i mean there's a a bunch of everybody you know but uh you know there's
0: Juggalos that are out there that are teachers and lawyers and police sure. and I mean, yeah, juggalos are everywhere. Someone important is a juggalo, and or in a way,
1: they're all a juggalo. Um, so we're not what the people think that we are.
0: <laughs> right. So, I love when you said uh, that. I love that you said that. That they're yeah. the juggalos are lawyers. They're doctors. They're what you know, put whatever profession is is acceptable, and you know you put on a pedestal, you're mm-hmm. gonna find a juggalo in that that realm. Yeah, <laughs> that's so good.
1: Yeah, so yeah, I'm a, I'm a juggalo, <laughs> juggalo. for twenty years, and yeah,
0: man, I love that. I it was cool. I am I'm, I'm glad that I I looked at that and saw that because I. I have a really, I have a really good story, um, that involves juggalos. But uh, I was working with a band, and the lead singer was a doomsday prepper. And I won't say, uh, yeah, I won't say, I won't say who it was, because for obvious reasons. But the the lead singer was an awesome guy, but definitely was like a bought thirty thousand dollars worth of ammo this year and i was like what the fuck are you doing like why why are you doing this anyway the guitar or the drum tech and i just you know and this was still back when i was partying before you know all all my crazy shit happened but we were in um (laughs) we were in a worcester massachusetts and we went to an mxpx show and i had met the lead singer mike previously and um he and he had gotten us tickets to go to the show and then we all went to a bar next door to the venue and the drummer for the band that i was working with was there and he was very good at getting tons of drinks for us because you know they were a recognizable band and he just was very good at saying like hey i drum for this band and then drinks would just start coming anyway it was a lot of tequila that night, which is always a bad idea, in my opinion. Um, and my buddy Sean and I left this bar at the exact same time, and no idea where Sean ended up that night. He, he, I had a voicemail. I think I still have the voicemail of him just incoherently talking about how he was laying on a field somewhere or some grass somewhere, and... I made it back to the tour bus somehow. And um, anyway, flash forward to like one in the afternoon the next day. Sean hadn't shown up for load in. We hadn't heard from him. I was calling him. His phone was dead. And we were, uh, had no idea. We were calling drunk tanks. We were, you know, trying to figure out what the hell happened. And anyway, he had stumbled into the wrong hotel thinking it was ours. And we didn't know this at the time, but Twisted was playing in the big, the, the venue that uh, that we went to, MXPX was playing in a smaller room upstairs and Twisted was playing downstairs. So anyway, he wanders into this hotel and I mean, he's super fucked up and some juggalos saw him and then took him into their room and took care of him and they ended up doing special k which i don't want them everyone to think that they're all druggies but that's part of a funny part of the story is that he was in in a room drinking and doing special k with a group of juggalos but anyway i mean they saw that he was fucked up and they brought him into their room and helped him and made it through the night and so when he showed up um later on that evening uh the lead singer of the band on the bus was going on some big rant about who you can't trust like you can't trust this person this person this person and sean my buddy was still pretty uh you know he's still feeling crazy from the night before but so he was very soft-spoken that night and he you know he'd gotten in a little trouble so he was a little less you know animated that evening and the lead singer's going and you can't trust this person, this person, this person, and he goes, "You know who you can trust? Juggalos." <laughs> <laughs> and it was so good because he hadn't said anything for the whole time, and he was just sitting there, probably feeling like hell. And yeah, he was just like, "You know who you can trust? The Juggalos." And it was that uh, it was fantastic. <laughs> so when I saw that, yeah. Yeah, and it was so cool because, like, I talked to him about it, at, you know, a pretty good length, and he was just like, yeah, man, like, I was out of my mind that night, and I don't know where I would have ended up because, I mean, Worcester is not the best town to be wandering around not knowing what you're doing at 2 in the morning. Not that many places are, but especially that city. So it was it was really cool that he got taken in and they took care of him. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I know uh, Wooster's uh, or whatever is a, is a big clown. They call them clown
1: cities, like the ones that are big ICP uh, following or whatever, and I, I know for sure Wooster's one of them.
0: Oh, wow. I did not know that. Uh-huh. All right. So it's no surprise that that was a massively sold-out show then.
1: <laughs> no. No surprise.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, that... That was a wild time, but yeah, it was it was the juggalos that saved the day, man. They I don't think my buddy Sean would have been doing doing as well as he is now without that night or their help. Have you, uh, been to an ICP show? I have not. No, I would I would definitely go. I I just have not had the chance to. Yeah, I would go yeah, to the I mean, gathering, chaos. man. I would check it out. I would love to check it out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. The tough part with touring is, um, you know, getting to shows that I want to see is really hard. You know, it's more like, oh, well, this show's happening in this city and I have the night off, so I'll go check it out. You know, it's hard to plan. It's hard to plan to see shows when I have no idea where I'm going to be. Or if I'm going to be somewhere, typically the show that I want to see is not there. Yeah. Not complaining. But, you know, uh, I mean, you heard about ICP shows and what they do, right? The Fego. Yeah. The Fago. Yeah. I have heard. I've heard horror stories because I've worked at venues that were about to host uh, ICP, and they were. <laughs> it was almost as if Guar was coming. Do you know uh, Guar? <laughs> yeah. 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 It was similar. Similar prep. Yeah, I. I yeah, I wouldn't like to be working at any of those venues to have to uh, clean up that mess. Yeah, and also as a merch guy, I know they have an insane amount of merchandise. Yeah, it's crazy, just, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I walked into a venue that they had previously been at and I saw like 50 tags of, you know, just number tags. And I was like, oh my God, I can't even imagine keeping track of all that. Yeah,
1: it must be insane. Oh, it's yeah, crazy. They have so
0: many shirts, so many
1: accessories. It's it's crazy. It,
0: Jugglers go crazy over it. I was gonna say, I imagine they crush it in merch. They, uh, I'm pretty sure they do.
1: It's I haven't. I don't. I, it's been a while since I actually bought me an ICP shirt. But back in the day, I used to buy them all the time.
0: Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. Especially if the merch setup is close, to, or anywhere close to where they're shooting off the FAGO. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a merch it's, dude's it's night. Really merch like person. far back or in a different room. Yeah, yeah. Keep me out of the main room. That's a merch person's nightmare. But, uh, that's, uh, that's what I like about the show is the, it's, the it's just, you know, getting crazy, you know, just... Having fun and uh, getting uh, your eyes burned by soda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it does sound like a good time. Like I said, I would totally, I would totally go check it out. I had, I, honestly, had I known Twisted was playing downstairs that night, um, I probably would have gone downstairs. But I, if I, I, I doubt I could have gotten a ticket. But if, if I could have and I would have known, I definitely would have gone and checked it out. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty cool too. Fail, but they're pretty cool yeah so is it is it different between the two I mean I, I'm sure but like is is it like a different sector of Juggalos or is it both the uh, same well it's pretty much Juggalos it's just another uh, well Twisted used to be under ICP's record label and now they uh, departed ICP's okay. record label and they formed their own record label gotcha um, so but Ever since that, uh, there's been a, a sp- split between uh, ICP jugglers and twisted jugglers. And mm. quite, quite frankly, I, I really don't care. I listen to both. I'm not yeah. one sided, one or the other. But I do
1: prefer ICP, but I still listen to
0: twisted. Cool. And I mean, honestly, I think the most beautiful part that you said about about that is that you know they they gave you that attitude of I don't give a fuck. You know, am I might I might. Outwardly look different than than people, but you know, fuck it, who cares? Um, do you do you mind talking about what you were you were speaking of? Yeah, well, like uh, you know,
1: like uh, when I first discovered uh, ICP, it was in middle school. I mean, uh, you know, go growing up, you know, the kids, you know, back in the days, you know, kids just say things, you know, like you know, I mean. They probably, you know, they when they grow up, they'll, they'll realize, like, oh, I shouldn't have said that about you or whatnot. But, you know, when you're kids and growing up, you know, you say things, you know, like, you know, kids would say things to me. And, you know, it maybe uh, it hurt it once in a while and whatnot. But uh, when I discovered ICP, you know, they, uh, I feel like ICP was uh, made for me because, you know, I'd listen to their music and then uh, there's this one song called three rings and it's uh, about circus freaks that Mm. look differently. And, uh, and then, you know, they just, it's just about, you know, don't give a fuck what people say or how they look at you, you know, just be yourself and whatnot. And, uh, you know, that's, but I started to think, like you know what, you know people are gonna say whatever they want. I mean, who cares? And I'm just gonna not let it phase me. And uh, you know, it doesn't phase me at all anymore. You know, I've heard, you know, many mean things said about me. And sure, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's not like they do it on purpose, or or they're just probably joking around or whatnot. But uh, yeah, like you know, I just don't care what people say anymore you know or you know walking around they look at me and it's like i don't care anymore maybe back then you know i did or, you know i would like wear a hoodie just to hide the way
0: i look but now i'm just like whatever it's be myself you know yeah it's you yeah i imagine i mean growing up was i i i just know kids are can be really shitty was <laughs> it did you did you did you get a lot of People being shitty to you? Uh, not
1: so much. Uh, I felt like I was uh lucky because uh, I had so many great friends that uh are always around me and they're always uh protective over me. And, uh you know, some uh, I had these friends that were like, you know, if anyone says anything about you or messes around you just let me know, I'll go kick their ass or whatever and uh i remember uh high school
0: uh i didn't like uh you know you know high school there's always high school bands you know popping up and whatnot and uh, yeah there's this one emo band that i didn't
1: like i just said i didn't like them. they stuck whatever and one of the, the drummer came up to me he's like oh I heard you don't like this or whatever or whatever I'm like yeah I don't, I don't like i don't like your music and, it was like, can keep it yourself, or and like he like when it was all up on my face like all right dude cool whatever dude can't take Criticism, but cool, whatever. And I was like, hey, dude, I told my friend, like, hey, dude, that dude came up to me, like, uh, it was all over my face, like, thing that I was talking shit about is, a uh, band. And a group of my friends went up to him, like, you're fucking up. Are you fucking, uh, you're messing with our friend here or whatever. And he was like, no, man, I'm, I'm just, just, just having a small <laughs> talk or whatever. And, but yeah, like, I was, I was always like, I always had that, uh, in middle school and high school, like people around me, like were always friendly to me, but you know, like maybe elementary and in going towards middle school, uh, some people will say things and and whatnot, but towards middle school and high school, I had like friends around me that, uh, you know, that didn't let anyone mess around with me. And that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that is really cool. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh- I like that there's there's some camaraderie because I know I mean it's just pe- like I said people can be really shitty and you know I imagine you know I I'm sure I I was guilty of of being an asshole too when I was a kid to to people that you know might have looked different or just acted different or whatever so I'm glad that you had friends that came around you and you know wouldn't let people give you shit. Mm-hmm. I mean I mean I wasn't a. Uh Kill at all either. I don't always <laughs> talk
1: to about people too. So you know, like as I grew older, like man, I was a I was a fucked up person back then. Kind of like feel bad about it and shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I know, man. There's some some stuff I think back on. I, it's just it's cringeworthy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, why would I do that to somebody? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah funny because like you know when I see some somebody else disabled or whatever and my friends will like stay quiet about it won't say anything and I'm like well I'm disabled I could talk shit about him and they're like that's fucked up man you, you, <laughs> can, get away, you can get away with it I'm like, I'm like how's that
0: fucked up and me getting away with it it's still fucked up no matter what dude. right <clears throat> oh man and so just I, I don't know if I know it it were you did it, did it happen at birth? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Um, I, I was born with a, a
1: rare muscle disorder called arthrogryposis. I believe that's what it's called.
0: Okay. But I just pretty much just tell people it's a muscle disorder. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just to be easier. Yeah. Yeah. Those big technical words can, can be tough. Yeah. <laughs> People's eyes gloss over pretty quickly, I imagine. So was it was it in your family, or was it was it just a rare case? Have you have you heard? Uh, I've
1: I've read about it, and apparently it's a it's a rare thing, and I just happen to be the
0: lucky dude to get it. Oh man! Well, and, I mean, uh, I will say I've only just
1: met, what's up?
0: go ahead. Uh, I've only met uh, one person. Uh, with that uh the same thing and it, it's crazy wow yeah I imagine yeah. imagine yeah meeting someone with it was it a happen like a random chance that you met that person uh it's actually uh,
1: my friend's friend's daughter that has it oh ah, okay yeah and uh I remember uh back in the day when we all used to hang out with, uh, you know the the dad and the mom came out to me like, oh, uh, our uh, daughter has this same condition. If anything, you could, you know, help us out with. I'm like, yeah, just, you know, love your kid. <laughs> you know, like don't look at them different or anything. You know, yeah. No matter what, it's that's your daughter, and don't give up on, on them, on them. You know, because I mean, my parents were always there for me every step of the way. And, uh, yeah, they, you know, they never, they uh, my parents uh, treat me like a, a normal person. Like, they never treated me any different.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, and that's because, you know, all oh, the the love they gave me. And, you know, I, I can never repay back what my parents have done for me over the past 30 years. Four
0: years. <laughs> yeah, it is incredible, man. I love, I love hearing that. You know, I. Anytime I hear stories of adversity and you know parents being shitty or just not supportive, and it just breaks my heart. You know, it's mm-hmm. and I, I think that's beautiful that you were able to say. You know, the best advice to give would be, just love them like you would yeah. every every other. You know, just love them mm-hmm. like normal because. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I was going to say, like, every time I've met you, I just I feel so much joy from you. You know, it's it's such a beautiful energy that you put off. And I, I imagine anybody could be pissed off or not, not, you know, give off that that kind of vibe to people. And I just I've always I've always thought that was really amazing, you know, that, that you've had this beautiful outlook on life. Yeah, like uh, I, I, you
1: know, there's times where I hear my mom talk about me uh, with her sister or a friend or anything. She, she's always telling them. I can hear them always telling them like, uh, Alfie wakes up every single day happy and uh, and uh, he makes me happy and like he's never in a bad mood and anything. And you know, like it, I mean, sometimes you know it, it does suck being the way I am, but you know I just. Uh, you know, just live, try to live life to its fullest, you know, just can't let that, you know, stop me from doing what I want to do, like, uh, like, I enjoy gaming, and uh, I feel fortunate that I can game, yeah. and uh, like I said, uh, I got into video editing, I feel fortunate that I can video edit, and, and uh, th- those two things are, like, my favorite things to do, and, uh, you know, I just, like i mean there's a lot of things i can't do but the things that i can and i'm just grateful that i can do and yeah uh, absolutely. you know just you know can't dwell on it just you know just go out there and live life you know it's just like going to a, a concert like i mean there's a lot of people that can't even go to concerts you know because i like the you know people in wheelchairs you know it's just it sucks for them because you know they're totally. like either on the side or in the back and whatnot and me well i'm fortunate that i you know i get to be in the crowd you know and uh, yeah so you know i just just go out there and try to live a happy life
0: yeah man and i like i said man that i feel that from you every time i talk to you every time i hang out with you or when you're at a show and i I, it it does me you know i I love i love when i get to see you just because you're an awesome dude you know and it's (laughs) It's just beautiful to hear you talk about it, you know, because I imagine, you know, anybody in any situation can get really down on themselves. And, you know, I just think that's so such a beautiful way to, to look at everything. And I mean, did you do you think that when did you really find that come into your life? When did you start feel feeling that way that it was like, okay? This is my cards. Fuck it, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna make the best of it.
1: Mm, um, I would say, <laughs> it would probably be the, the first, you know, ICP uh, concert I went to. You know, like, you know, just going in there, and I was like, fuck. Uh, it it was funny because you know, I, I I had never been to a concert, and then you know I just go in there, and then I was like, how am I? Cause, Obviously, I can't protect myself during a mosh pit or whatnot, but, you know, I'll have friends with me and whatnot. But, you know, I'll, I'll try to get in there and try to get involved and whatnot. And now, Nowadays, I just chew on the back or uh, just try to enjoy it and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like uh, ever since then, you know, I'm like, fuck it. You know, I want to I wanna be part of the crowd. I want to... I just can't just... Uh, be afraid or whatnot and uh just go in there and do my own thing and then you know when it came to like gaming um you know it's like the only thing i can do and uh well it's the only fortunate thing i can do and uh, it's just uh it's, it's i just find so much joy out of it because you know you know there's like s- sports games that i can
0: play because obviously i can't play sports but sure the fact that i could uh, simulate it is pretty cool yeah um and the
1: video editing uh yeah i really i really enjoy video editing like i mean it could be a a pitch to video it is I mean, you mean you know that yourself
0: yeah it's, yeah it could it's a, it's a long uh
1: it could be time consuming but i, I have so much fun uh doing that and then once I finish something and then I put it out there and then people will see it and like it. And it's like okay, that that was time well spent working on and.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: So, yeah, just uh, that's when I started. You know, I, I'm just gonna do that and
0: and whatever. If people like it, they like it. They don't, and uh, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, ah, oh, man, I love that. I think that's so so cool. Like. Um, just some, such a good, such a good way to go, go through life, you know, especially just dealing with everything. It's just like, we got to go, we got to keep moving forward. You know, it's like every, I think, you know, anyone, anyone can find something to bitch and moan about and get down about in in their life. But I mean, just to keep, keep moving forward and, and pushing, pushing towards that positive, you know living life yeah yeah like uh you know like, like you know I keep bringing up my CP a lot but uh but like I said they're, they're the ones that uh help me realize that like you know you just can't uh like I said you can't just mope around and you I mean you know it is what it is you know just go out there and you know just do it you know yeah yeah um I imagine i mean like myself and i know you travel quite a bit to go to shows and everything how uh, how how much have you missed that this year oh i miss it a lot you know just you know
1: i, I miss uh my friends uh from all over the country and, and whatnot um not, not just the friends but the the environment you know the music uh, you know and the the crews such as you and jason uh it just it, this year's has been
0: one of the worst years, almost one of the worst years of of our time, you know. It's, it yeah, just, uh, pretty much sucks. But uh, yeah, I was I know. was glad to I was glad to hear that you were uh, out hanging with Jason not too long ago. Yeah, I went to uh,
1: uh, Vegas last month. Uh, I had planned to go to take my mom for her
0: birthday in march and that's when all that uh pandemic started and uh, you know stalled our
1: uh our our vegas plans and uh so i heard that uh you know the casinos were reopening and i was like mom do you you still want to go like you know just like i I was a little worried because i was like do you do you really want to go like you know something could happen uh, we might catch it and my mom
0: was like yeah let's fucking go dude."
1: Like, okay, <laughs> so uh so yeah we went and uh and i hit up jason and uh you know he told me uh about his mom and i was like you know well i mean if if he uh if he really wants to see
0: me cool if he doesn't you know, I understand, because i Right. Up, uh, my other, uh, my other friend, and uh, you know, she was like, "Oh, my mom's a, a high risk, and uh, I don't want to put myself in uh, out there and everything." And I was like, "Oh, you know, that's that's cool. I understand." Yeah, totally. So, I, so you know, I didn't really get to hang out with the, you know, the people I usually hang out when I go to Vegas. But, right. You know, Jason. Uh, was like, yeah, I did uh, take you out for lunch and uh, and whatnot, and it was really. Uh, nice that we got to hang out. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, all right. So that that leads me to another question. So, I love hearing travel stories. What is what is one of your favorite travel stories from your life? Um, it would probably be the uh, the LA, the first LA ghost show, the uh, the double, the double ghost show in LA. hmm that was at the turn Yep. The, yeah. The second night was uh,
1: was pretty uh, crazy because uh, I didn't I didn't know I had a a, a VIP pass. I, I knew I had
0: a VIP pass, but I didn't know I could like go backstage or whatever. Yeah. Or go into the you know where
1: everybody chills and whatnot. Uh, I was with the Sarah, you
0: know, the, the photographer. I'm sure you remember her. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was uh, I was chilling with her.
1: And, uh, you know, she was shooting for me, for uh, COG. And so, you know, we were chilling the whole time we were in L.A. And uh, and it's funny because uh, we, we would get to the show right when the doors were open. And she would, like, smart talk her way for us to get in front of the line and whatnot. And we would pick up our, our passes and whatnot. And I guess uh, she needed a ticket or whatever. But she was like, oh, I, I'm shooting for uh i'm shooting uh i'm a photographer and whatnot they didn't give me a ticket and so she like smart way her way through and, and whatnot yeah and uh i remember that second night we were there uh, uh she's like hey where can my friend uh my friend has his pass where can he go and He's like, oh he can go you know to the vip room or whatever and i wanted to go uh, check it out we're like uh was, okay cool I'll, I'll go and check it out so so i went back there and uh you know I, I i i didn't know what to expect you know george was back there and uh, i was like hey what's up how's it going and uh so i just i'm just chilling there and uh there was another guy there with his son and uh, you know we just started small talking you know, and uh and it turned out to be like rick's like, friend old friend or whatever and uh so I, I was talking to him and whatnot, and then you know the show was gonna start so uh we gave up and we go to the i go watch the show and then after the show, uh, we go back to the the room and whatnot and then, you know, the room's filled with like people from the record company and uh other people in the music industry. Like I didn't know anybody and I was like yeah. why the fuck am I even here? Like I didn't even know anybody. <laughs> so I was like, you know, fuck it, I'm just gonna leave. And um so I was talking uh right when I was about to leave that that guy that I was talking to earlier, Rick's friend or whatever, he's like, hey, where are you going? I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go back to my uh, hotel and, you know, just chill and then, you know, fly back home. He's like, oh, hold on, let me introduce you to Rick. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then uh, he introduces me to Rick. And, he's like, and, and I just remember Rick like, who invited you here? And I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to get somebody <laughs> Uh I was like, oh, Adam uh, from, you know, Loma uh, Vista uh,
0: invited me. And I just remember him saying, Go get Adam. And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to get Adam fired. <laughs> and then
1: uh, Adam comes. He's a, uh, this guy claims to be a, a, a guy that runs a, a, a ghost website. And he's a, uh, Oh, you're off. You you run COG. am like, Yeah. He's a, uh, Oh, shit. It's nice to meet you. Uh, and then he started to introduce me to all these other people. And then all of a sudden, these people were like, Oh, you run uh, that COG website. You're like, Yeah. Oh am like, Oh, shit. That's nice to, it's nice to finally meet you. And and yeah that was that was pretty crazy just like i was being introduced to all these people then that, that they were more interested in meeting me than i was meeting them and that was pretty crazy i thought it was really, really cool that's and then, awesome um, i remember uh there's one dude uh, alex uh, i guess he used to work for spotify i don't know if he does anymore uh, i was chilling with him for a while and then uh you know they're like hey uh you want to go to the after party i'm like uh yeah sure he's like yeah let's go let's all go to the after party and that's when we went to that that bar and uh um it was funny because we were trying to get an uber but it was like so hard to get one at that time so we're like fuck it we'll just take a
0: taxi I'm like damn i haven't rode a taxi in <laughs> forever yeah so we rode a taxi to that bar and then uh
1: you know, everyone's like meeting up at the bar, and then uh, I remember Adam coming up to me. He's like, "Hey, what's up? Are you here? Come with us!" And you know, he takes me to the the back of the room. He's so, "You know, everybody's getting those those bracelets on. Like, give my give a bracelet to my friend Alfie here." And I was like, "Okay, cool." And uh, that's when we go to the. The little VIP in the
0: back, and I remember you there, uh, being there. Yeah, uh, you actually uh, brought me a couple of drinks that night. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I did.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I just remember uh, uh, being there uh, with you know the crew and and uh, people in the industry. Be there, uh, it was it was that was uh, probably one of my funnest nights uh, I had. And that's all because
0: thanks to uh, COG, you know, and yeah, not only because of COG, but because you know people
1: s- have supported COG in the past five, six years, and you know, like COG wouldn't be COG without that support, you know, and it, it's totally. crazy. Like I could, I feel like I could never repay the
0: gratitude for all the people for helping COG what it is today you know yeah that's so cool i'm glad i, I mean i'm honored to be a part of your favorite night yeah. <laughs> that's so rad yeah. yeah man i i do remember i do remember that there are a lot of fuzzy memories of mine in that that era of my life but i do i do remember that night that was a fun one yeah um that one, that one, that one was probably one of my funniest nights funniest funnest travel nights yeah
1: i mean there's i mean like there's been some some cool vegas trips too but uh, i would say the la one was, was pretty cool because like i was about to leave
0: that vip room like you know i don't know anybody here what the fuck am i doing here right i'm just gonna just take off and then that dude was like stop me
1: like no let me introduce you and then all that that night like,
0: changed <laughs> I love that. I love that where you're like, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. And then all of a sudden it's a whole (laughs) nother night, (laughs) a whole different world. Oh man. I love that. Cause it's, it's just that, that's just how it works in that, that realm when, you know, you're just talking to one person, then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, let's go do this. And then it turns into something when you're like, what? I didn't even think, I wasn't even planning for this, and now I'm off to this place and this place, and then it's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, like I just felt so off.
1: Like you know, it was just everyone was like part of the industry, and like, I'm just there, like, like w- 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 why am I even here? <laughs> like, I remember, at, like I said at first, I thought I was gonna get
0: Adam <laughs> fired or something. Right. Like, <laughs> like because like, the boy like, who invited you? right oh man yeah i was i was i was happy when i saw you that was, i remember being like yeah fuck yeah Alfie's here that's awesome <laughs> yeah that was a really fun night i really i really enjoyed that one all right um so obviously without covid and restrictions and all of that um if I came up to you and I said, "Hey, dude, where would you like to go? I have a plane ticket for you." Where would you go? I will.
1: Uh, my My dream uh, place be to go to Abu, Abu Dhabi. Ah! Wow. Yeah, I just find find that city very interesting. Just I just
0: feel like they're way ahead of our time. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it it's, I just find it so crazy I like it's, it's funny because you know people
1: get the wrong idea that the reason the, they're like that is because of the they're rich because of their oil but that's that's not the the real reason why they' it's like that is they're just like that because they're just like that
0: right <laughs> yeah oh that's just, a cool one I'm, I yeah. that, I've asked a lot of people this question and that is definitely the first time I've heard Abu Dhabi. No, but me. yeah it, it just it
1: just seems like a a badass place to go you know they have like that crazy ass
0: tall building that they put on like a light show or whatever yeah i remember uh when kobe bryant passed away they had like a
1: big kobe memorial on that whole building and it was like so crazy to see
0: yeah i did see that and i, I that was that was one of those moments where I just went, "Holy shit, man! What an icon to to the world!" Yeah,
1: yeah, that, that was pretty crazy, and uh, to have that big giant palm island, and
0: that was like a man yeah.
1: man-made beach, or whatever.
0: And right, I don't know, just Abu, Abu Dhabi just seems
1: like a a awesome place to just chill, just to go check out and
0: just let loose. Yeah. I like that. I like that. That one, that it honestly caught me off guard. I don't, I, I don't expect to know what everyone's thinking, but I, that one <laughs> was not on <of> my, <laughs> when you said it, I was like, yeah, that's rad. I, I was not thinking that you were going to say that one. No, uh, and it's crazy because like, I watch like, uh, videos of like, uh,
1: these dudes take uh, those crazy ass uh, first class uh airlines
0: I like those uh, Abu Dhabi airlines whatever mm, Yeah, those first class seats are like like a giant room, it was just like a big ass recliner seat, you didn't know like the imagine flying one of those to Abu Dhabi yeah, that would be I would love to fly to Omaha in that <laughs> let alone Abu Dhabi, I mean yeah. shit give me, give me that seat to anywhere <laughs> but yeah, yeah it would just be a nice experience. It doesn't matter uh, how far the travel time will be. Yeah, no kidding. And man, i I. It's one of those where the more people I ask about this, the more I, I. kind of want to turn into Oprah and say, "Here you go. There, there's this. You know." I just. I. I love asking the question, and now I'm starting to to feel that I, I can't give that to people. So I'm like, ah, I wish I could. I wish I could give that to somebody. <laughs> yeah. One day, one day maybe. One day. Yeah. Probably one day. <laughs> yeah, you know, if I win the lottery, I'll just call you up and say, "Yo, dude, let's head to Abu Dhabi." Yeah. Let's go check it out. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, um if you had this this one, I know I sent you the email. This one's going off off the off the <clears throat> the questionnaire. Um <clears throat> If you could pick to have any superpower, what would it be?
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, I guess that, that's just that's a tough one because there's just so many things you could you you would want to do. You know, uh, I guess. Uh, Oh, yeah, I guess flying. Just you know, when needs a first class, he's when you can just fly over there on yourself. You know. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's a good one. It's one. Yeah. It, it is a tough question, and I think it's funny. But yeah, I mean, fly flying would be so rad. Like, yeah, just like oh man, I want to go check this out. Here I go. Yeah. Let's go.
1: And I feel like flying is just like a generic answer. It's like I feel like what invisibility or flying or being strong
0: or something or all like generic answers i'm sure yeah. uh, somebody will come up with something better <laughs> i mean the one that i the, the one that i always say is that i i would i wish or my super my superpower would be to know every language in the world so that i could converse with every single human in uh, their okay. in their That'd language really Imagine just going to some random country and just being able to talk to that person in their yeah. language with no yeah. trouble at all. Yeah, wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah, yeah. You just go to, uh, and I mean, name it anywhere. You go to some random country in Africa, and you can speak their language, and then you fly up to Finland, and you're good. And then you go over, you know, to, I mean, wherever you know, and just. Mm-hmm and also i mean it's one of my favorite things about being in different cultures but you know sitting in sitting in like a cafe in a, in a foreign land and not knowing the language and kind of getting lost in it but also adm- just admiring the beauty of that language but it would be pretty neat to just sit there and know what everyone was talking about yeah i, I mean who knows what they're saying about you too, right? Well, that right, yeah, <laughs> could be good and bad, but yeah. I'd take it. I think it'd be, I think it'd be pretty amazing. I, I've met two different men, uh, in my travels who spoke. One that I met in northern Norway earlier, well, end of last year, early this year, um, he spoke thirteen languages. Wow. So I mean when he when I was asking him he was saying that he could pretty well speak with you know I mean there was some stuff that he couldn't speak obviously but he could he could converse with pretty much anybody and then I met a I met this man who was selling hot air balloon rides in Istanbul and he spoke I think it was 15 languages and I was wow. like dude that what a what a gift <laughs> holy shit yeah. I can't even imagine I only speak yeah. English so it's it's hard for me to imagine knowing that many languages.
1: <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, that, that's pretty crazy.
0: Yeah, so that would be mine if I could if I could pick one. I would I would choose to just be able to converse with everybody cuz I've also I've also had moments when I was traveling where I felt like the biggest dumbass because I can't converse and you know it's yeah. it's not even in a bad way I wasn't made to feel that way but I was just like god damn it I'm in your country and I, I don't know any of your language <laughs> and I should and I shouldn't expect that I'm in a small village in Denmark and you know English I can't demand that it's not your language you don't have to know that language to converse with me I'm in your place you know mm-hmm. uh yeah,
1: uh, uh, yeah, that would be uh, a
0: really good superpower. Yeah, I think it'd be pretty neat. It might be overwhelming, too, because then, yeah, you would know the shit people were talking about you. <laughs> Everywhere. <Yeah. laughs> oh, man, you'd kind of want that invisibility for a second then, too, on top of it <laughs> if people were always saying shit. Um, all right, man, I got a, I got two more for you. Cool. Um. What would you want the world to know about you?
1: That I'm a normal guy, just like you and I, you know, or just like you and everybody else, you know. Uh, just because I may look different doesn't mean uh, I am different, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I do. I. I. And man, I just I think you're such a rad person, and I'm so I'm so happy that you. Wanted to do this with me, and I I can't wait till I can see you again. Yeah, it was uh,
1: yeah, it was Jason's idea. He's like, hey, um, you know, Nick uh, has his podcast. Uh, Would you uh, be interested? Or he said that uh, he's like, Nick wants to talk to you. I'm like, I was a little hesitant because you know, I'm not a. I feel like I'm not a a good talker. (laughs) Oh
0: man. I feel like I just. uh, I don't do well in talking or whatever but I was a little hesitant because you know I don't I haven't this is like the first time uh, anyone's ever asked me about like my life story you know sure
1: and uh and uh yeah I was a little hesitant like I mean how how much detail do I really want to go into and whatnot? but you know I, I've never really talked about my disability yeah uh, openly you know and uh I mean, people see me. The people know me, and, and and whatnot. But I haven't really fully talked about it in front yeah. of you know everybody. And uh, maybe back then I wouldn't have. But now I just like like I said, I I you know who cares?
0: Yeah, man. Well, I I I truly I'm I'm honored that you would come on and have that have those you know have that discussion with me, and be yeah. open and honest about that. You know, I. I it shows, I mean, it's just such a powerful story, man. You know, such a such a beautiful outlook on life and so much power. So I'm I'm truly so thankful that you would open up with me and have have this conversation.
1: Yeah, uh, thanks for uh, asking. Uh, not It's funny because, like, you know, after Jason had asked me that, I was like. I asked uh, two of my friends who are really close to me. I'm like, uh, you know, uh, a friend wants to, you know, interview me, and ask me about like questions. Like I don't feel like I'm all that interesting,
0: and they're like, "Dude, you're you're very interesting, and you, yeah, go for it." I was like, "I right, go, cool, I'll, I'll do it." And yeah, uh, and the, the thanks to uh, Kendra and Savannah for suggesting that I do it. Thank you, Kendra and Savannah that's awesome and it is true you're incredibly interesting and like i said man it's a a powerful beautiful story and you know that that's that's been my you know that's been my goal with this is um i i started into the idea because i i wrote about my journey with sobriety and i had been nervous about telling it and you know i i had my drawbacks to being fully transparent about it you know it's it's not the most easy thing to talk about when you know a a bottle of liquor controls your life and you know you almost died because of it but I just knew how much empowerment I felt when I started speaking about it and then people coming out and just saying that you know it was that I touched their life in a way and You know, I just, it felt good to share my struggles because everybody has struggles and, and, you know, mine aren't any more significant than anybody else's. And, you know, my life's not more important than anybody else's, but, you know, there is power in sharing what you've been through and and your life story, you know? So I, it's been my mission just to, you know, have these chats with people and, and, and pass on that empowerment that i felt because you know everybody's story i i I honestly do hear that a lot of you know me why would you want why would you want to talk to me and i because every every story is beautiful and unique you know every life is is valuable and beautiful so you know it's every you know it's it's been that that's been my mission with this is just to sit down with people and have these chats and, you know, it, it will touch somebody, you know, somebody's going through something similar or, you know, just needs to hear it said out loud, you know, whatever that it for them is, you know. So I truly appreciate you, man. I I, I think it's fucking awesome. Yeah.
1: Thank you uh, for considering me. <laughs> thank you for
0: asking. Dude, of course. Um, I got one more for you before before we uh, cash out for the night. Um, mm-hmm. if you had the ear of everybody in the world, what would you say to them? Uh, don't be a douche, you know. Just <laughs> be kind. Don't be kind.
1: Be nice, you know? And it's a rough time right now, you know. Like you know, people. We you know we all need need each other at this time, you know. Just don't be a dick, you know. If you see somebody that needs help, you know, help them out uh if you see someone struggling you know, just uh, help them out uh you know you know you see your friend going through some rough time you know just give them a call or whatever
0: you know just be ready for each other you know yeah that's beautiful oh, yeah. yeah man i i'm with you i i know this year has been a struggle beyond what, what any of us could have thought of you know so I, I love it's such a beautiful sentiment to yeah reach out be there for be there for people man we're all we're all struggling in our own ways with this you know and yeah be there for be the be there for the people that you love even even the people you don't know you know yeah I, I saw an article
1: yesterday about a a dairy queen I forgot where it was in Minnesota or whatever something uh some dude paid for uh somebody's order so then the next car came in and like oh you're somebody paid for your order and like, oh okay well you know pay, can you pay for the order
0: behind me and he's like oh okay yes so
1: people were paying each other's
0: order for the past two and a half days whoa and, and really wow, that's, that's that's pretty fucking crazy for two and a half days i love that yeah i, I, I thought that was pretty awesome you know just Randomly, just paying somebody else's order. Yeah,
1: for two and a half days.
0: Yeah, it's it's that's so beautiful. I mean, and it's just you know, it it's those little acts of kindness when you don't have to do it or you just say something nice to somebody, you know, and you don't know what that person's going through. You don't know what you know. Some something shitty or horrific could have happened that day, and they just needed to hear or even be seen and let known that they were worth being said something to, you know? And I think that's such, I I love that. I I love random acts of kindness. I think it's so neat. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Like, wow. Like
1: that was really uh, amazing to hear about. But I feel like, you know, just people need to do, just like you said, random acts of kindness, you know. Yeah. You see somebody, just you know, just be nice. You know, don't be a yeah. douchebag.
0: Yeah, don't be a dick, man. It's it's pretty <laughs> simple. Like it, I I feel it takes more effort to be an asshole than it does to be nice to somebody. Yeah, <laughs> definitely does. You know, I it, we I could go on forever talking on that topic, especially <laughs> this year you know with with how everything has gone but you know that's what i'm trying to do man i'm trying to spread that that love that humanity that kindness and that empowerment man you know give give people the power to to make a ripple into into the world yeah and, yeah, and you're doing a good job at it thank you man i appreciate it and thank you for helping me man i mean your story will be hugely impactful for people so I, I truly, truly appreciate you coming on with me, and I can't wait till we can hang out again, brother. Yeah, uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, man. All right, brother. I will talk to you soon. Uh, can I just uh, do a couple of shout outs? Totally, man. I'm. I, I won't cut you off. Shout it out.
1: Uh, oh, I mean, shout out to uh, Jason for uh, uh, recommending me. Uh, yes. It was. It was. It was awesome to hang out with him. Yeah, you know, last month or a couple of. Bixiel is such an amazing guy. I don't think people see him you know, at shows and whatnot, uh, but they don't really know how he really is. He, he's a an
0: amazing guy. Like You can't say enough good things about that guy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I uh, second that. Uh, Winnie and AJ, they, they, those are awesome uh, people, too. Uh, they did something for me that I can never repay them for. <laughs> Uh, I'll always be grateful for them. Yeah, love them too. Love you, Wendy and yeah. AJ.
1: Yeah, uh, shout out to my cousin. Uh, he's always been my cousin DJ. He's always been there for me. Uh, shout out to my homie Michael. He's another uh, close friend that's always been there for me. Uh, shout out to my friend Kendra. Like I said, she was the one that uh, suggested that I, I should do this. Her and uh, my
0: Irish friend Savannah. You know. Yeah. Awesome people. I, I just met Savannah, and she's she's amazing. Awesome.
1: And uh, and shout out to uh, I guess I guess I give her a shout out. Shout out to uh, Sarah. She's she's an awesome uh, Brit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. And yeah, and shout out to uh, everyone that supported uh, Children over the years. Like like I said, uh, I wouldn't have that fun night in LA if it wasn't for. The people that supported Children of Ghost all these years, and uh, you know, shout out to all those people that helped make Children of Ghost what it is today.
0: Yeah, man, that's beautiful. Shout out to all of you. You are all beautiful yeah. people, and I thank you for everything you've done to enrich Alfie's life because Alfie's fucking rad. <laughs> all right, brother. Well, thank you again, shout man. You, of course. Well, hey. I'll take it. <laughs> Shout out to you. All right, man. Well, I hope you have a beautiful rest of your night, and I'll I'll talk to you soon, brother. All right, cool. Hope to see you soon. Oh my God, I know, man. I hope hopefully, hopefully that will happen. Cool, cool. All right, brother. You? Have a good night. All right, take it easy, brother. All right, cool. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Beautifully Human podcast. To hear more beautiful stories from beautiful humans, follow us on Spotify and rate and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Duo. Peace signs up.